Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Monday, September 18th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And today we're going to be talking about Shazam, uh, a little bit more about Matthew Vaughn, uh, Titans TV show, and some other stuff. So first up today, Shazam is going to apparently be filming in Toronto from February to May of 2018. This is according to whatsfilming.ca, which has a list of upcoming things that are filming in Canada. Uh, the code name for the movie will be Franklin, and so it looks like it's going to film from, they've got dates listed there as February 5th through May 4th. So, nice little four-month shoot. Well, now that we know that what the code name is, it's not a very good code name. Yeah, those are totally <laughs> pointless in today's world because... The code name comes out, you know, several months before it even starts filming. Right. So if you actually know what the what the film is and are a hardcore fan who might try to go to the set, you already know where it's filming. You know what the code name is. Nothing's going to get past you. Exactly. <laughs> kind of ruins the whole point of him. But yeah, uh, obviously, this we don't know if it's going to film anywhere else other than this, but Suicide Squad filmed in Toronto, and it looks like Shazam will as well. Yeah. So four month shoot. That's, I mean, that's kind of on the smaller side for a for a superhero movie. Not really. I mean, four to we're used to the Justice League and Batman v Superman, which are about six months. But I think we both expect this to be a little bit shorter film. I know David Sandberg's talked in the past his favorite his ideal movie length is ninety minutes. Yeah, I don't think this will be that short, but I, I could definitely see this being under two hours. Definitely, I, I agree with that, especially because we both think that they're going for a kid friendly movie and. Two and a half hours is a, it's a little hard to bring your kid to sit through. Yeah. Uh, so have you have you been paying attention to Sandberg's Instagram at all, Zach? Uh, I have been listening to you describe all of the insane <laughs> things that he's doing and then checking it out every now and then, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's anything really to talk about other than it's worth looking into each day. But I, I, I feel like in a couple months, we're going to be able to make a flip book and figure out what type of story he's trying to tell with all these uh, pictures but it's really cool to see like the new 52 shazam and the the classic captain marvel costume those little action figures are having a having a fight <laughs> to see who will win and uh yeah so it's pretty cool to check out also i'm I'm pretty sure whatever salary he's getting is going exclusively to coca-cola they just mail the check straight there first oh yeah yeah <laughs> like can you rather than you know forwarding half his salary to his mother back in smallville he forwards half his salary to coca-cola for as much coke zero as he can buy (laughs) all right moving on matthew vaughn explains what kind of what type of superman film he would make uh he had an interview with collider that where he talked about this right and we should we should point out we didn't really talk about this the other day when we first talked about this but you know uh, we talked about what we would like to see from matthew vaughn if he did we we should point out this is far from a done deal i mean we don't even know if it's as possible at this time he we don't know how interested he is or if the studio is still interested or if he's just, you know, trying to negotiate for a new Kingsman deal or something like that. So this is just idle speculation, but that's kind of what we do. Right. Exactly. <laughs> we, we specialize in idle speculation. Yeah. Uh, so he said, I think my main take would be it's really boring, but make a Superman film. I just don't feel a, a proper Superman. I think Donner did it to perfection for that time. Just doing the modern. I want to do a modern version of the Donner version. Go back to the source material, and for me, a Superman is a color, feel-good, heroic. He's a beacon of light and darkness. 
And that's what I think Superman should be. Yeah, and if you if you watch the video, you can kind of tell it looks like he's almost saying, I don't think a good Superman movie has been made in a while, but he right. pulls back <laughs> from from saying that and tries to be a little more politically correct. Uh, what do you think of that quote, Zach? I mean, it's definitely, I think like you said, I, I think it's in line with some of the critique that we've had of this iteration of Superman uh, that some people feel that like it's not really the Superman character that they want because they like the Donner version. They like that really kind of almost Boy Scoutish kind of, I, I'm sure they wouldn't describe it that way, but just kind of good, feel good person. Um, and, you know, it, I enjoyed the Donner Superman. So if you made something in that style, Wonder Woman was very much in that style, a lot of inspiration drawn from that. And it was a fantastic movie. Um, but I think you and I are maybe the wrong people to ask about this because we both are pretty open to different interpretations of characters over the time. And so I think that is kind of the driving force behind maybe some of his comments. Yeah. And I, I would say for me, what he says is Superman is color, feel good, heroic. I have no problems with any of those things in the Superman movie. I, those are all things I want to see in a Superman movie. Um, my own, you know, my concern would be that he sort of, if he doesn't like the Man of Steel BVS version, we've kind of seen this progression of the character and which we assume will complete in justice league. And I don't want him to come in and just say, okay, I don't, I don't like that. I'm going to do something completely different start from scratch. I have no idea. No, no problem with a more lighthearted, a little more comedy in a Superman film. I just, I I just want it to still be respectful of of what the, the Henry Cavill version has gone through to this point and not just throw that out and just um, have something completely different happen. Yeah, definitely. So on to Titans news. Uh, according to that hashtag show, Acolyte might be the villain of season one of Titans. We should mention that hashtag show. We we talked before. We kind of poked fun. We didn't know how legit they were last time. But they had the Hawk and Dove news a yeah. week before anybody else. And we didn't even talk about it on the show because we didn't know if it was good. But they even mentioned Alan Richin in that. So I think they've got a lot of good sources when it comes to casting calls. But they have, yeah, it says the big bad of season one will be the Acolyte. And the casting call has him listed as a male, African-American, 40 to 50, confident, the villain of our story. He is after Rachel and her powers, trying to kidnap her after he murders her mother. Spoiler. Uh, yeah. I don't think they would put that in a casting call <laughs> if it was an important story point, <laughs> or at least a spoiler for later in the season or anything. Right. Uh, but yeah. This is not a very big, big time villain. Uh, he first appeared in Young Justice number nine from 1999. He hasn't been in a ton of other stuff since then. So not a, not a very well-known character. But if I kind of like the 40 to 50 year old angle, uh, especially dealing with younger, you know, couple teens and a couple 20 somethings. I think that's a good to have an older villain. Yeah, I, I agree with that to, to see kind of that juxtaposition between the different age groups and just kind of see their different strategies and i'm sure he has a lot more experience than they do and so um yeah i'm interested to see how he stacks up against this group of titans yeah that's something we've seen a lot with deathstroke versus the teen titans right in different forms of media and so i think they're they're getting a little bit of that here uh, wrapping up today, we had a Twitter question from at Batman Jurassic. Should Matt Reeves stick with the Affleck script since we know the details and how Deathstroke would fit in the film? No, I don't think so. I think um, mainly because Matt Reeves wouldn't be doing it if if some, you know, he's not going to come in to do someone else's script. We talked this about this a little bit in the past. I think it would be really cool. But even if, if Affleck had the perfect script, even if Matt Reeves thought it was the best script he's ever read, 
I don't think he would do it because he wants to tell his own story. And he would say, if you want to do, you know, this Affleck, Ben Affleck script, then get another director who will do right. that, you know, who will do that script. And I think potentially if some, if Matt Reeves wasn't the director and some of those other names that were tossed around who are less involved in the writing process, I know like George Miller is involved in the writing process, but he could have been a choice uh, who might have just directed it as is. Yeah. And I think we know some details about the script, but we really don't know much. I think we know he wanted to base it off of that uh, David Fincher film, The Game, I think. The Game. Mm -hmm. And that Deathstroke was going to be involved. But I mean, that's basically it. We don't really know much other than that. So it, it's kind of hard to judge. Oh, well, he should have stuck with that script because we don't have any idea how good or how bad it was. Right. Um, yeah, it, it could have been a great script. It could have been a horrible script. But yeah, I mean, I think we would be okay with Matt Reeves doing a similar premise. Yeah. You know, but only if sort of he comes, if he comes to the decision that that's the best Batman film I can make it is something similar where Deathstroke, you know, sets a bunch of traps for Batman and stuff like that. That would be great. But um, yeah, I, I have faith in him to, to make the best Batman film he can. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all we have for today. Thanks for listening. And we'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and DCDailyDrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.